Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Today on Invasion of Privacy, we talk about whether life is a simulation, and then we get into the scientific evidence of spirituality. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have Melissa Stakaski. Yep. Did I say it right? Perfect. And you like you did a Midwestern accent too. I know. It was like really perfect. Stakaski. (laughs) Stakaski. And I have Daniel Raider Strong. Right on. That's a pretty badass name, Raider Strong. It is, yeah. Or it's It's named after a rapey name. It's Raider Strong. It's it's actually uh, made up. After Boy Meets World. My dad's last name is Raider Storff, and my mom's last name is Armstrong, so they (laughs) invented our last name. Dude, I'm so actually yeah. into that. I was thinking if I meet a dude who's got a dope last name and we have a kid, I would love to combine it with Wolf somehow. Totally. <laughs> That'd be very Wolf cool. Wolf with anything? Yeah. Wolfkowski? 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 Wolfkowski. When we have our kid. I love that. Yes, <laughs> when we both give up and you have your second child with me. Yay! Beautiful. You can carry it. I would love that. There you go. That's all I want in that, in that process is just having... Right, you just want something big to come out of that puss. Yeah. Have you ever seen Melissa hold a baby? No, is it amazing? It looks very natural. Yeah. Which baby did I hold around you? Barbecue. He's like my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Barbecue. I hold babies in a lot of uh, a lot of circumstances where I I did not expect to hold a baby, and it's happening, and people are okay with it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oddly, is that how you are? You're like, it's happening. It's happening. (laughs) It's happening. happening. Yeah, give me your baby. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, it is natural. Guys, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. One of the things I want to get into is, Daniel, you studied in college. What was your major? Or Physics. <laughs> Physics, <laughs> bitch. It wasn't, I mean, I went to, it wasn't a good college, so it wasn't, you know. Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> I went to the Harvard of South Central. Exactly. <laughs> so you studied physics, but you, we got into this conversation about quantum physics, because mm-hmm. you're like super into it. Yeah. Which I'm down with because I feel like, you know, I'm into all the spiritual stuff, but there is scientific backing to all the wacky woo-woo, should I say. Yeah. And that's why I really wanted to, and like I said, we can get into other topics too, but I wanted to hear your, yeah, your opinions or your facts about some of the <laughs> yeah. wackier shit. These, these get to be called facts. That's true. Yay! Yeah, yeah guys, yeah. here you go. Here are some facts. It's nice to have proof because yeah. it can sound so crazy. I know. Yeah. Like I'm, the, I'm definitely into all the same stuff that you're in, but I think I'm in a position where I'm like, I know. Yeah, I know, but we are actually both just souls, and uh, we gotta <laughs> act that way. And uh, I know that sounds crazy, but yeah, that's, well, it, it is my true. my soul's capstone in my physics department was pretty rough, so. 
That's Your soul's a, capstone? Yeah, that's a joke. We don't actually study souls in physics. Oh, I didn't even know what a capstone was. I don't know what a capstone was. is either. Oh, if you do I thought you were saying thesis, never Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's already using science wow. humor, and we're like, what the fuck is happening? He's already beyond so, us. Cool, cool, cool. How, what, yeah, just Yeah, dumb we it start, down for us, Just Daniel. before we start, how, what's your physics background, you two? I never took physics Very ever. Very little. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, my let's science start. in general is pretty bad. Yeah, no, I wasn't. You know, I do like quantum physics though like i find it fascinating i'm not an expert in it but i like the double slit experiment which i know sounds like an asian porn it sounds really sexual <laughs> but i'm not familiar <laughs> but uh first of all that sounded really racist and now i'm gonna have a panic attack but you know what i'm Kate. gonna get over it because i'm not Listen, racist i Kate would you is like not to explain the double anyone. slit experiment Kate? let me try to explain the double slit experiment <laughs> right. even though i'm gonna fuck this shit up and i'm gonna need your help here daniel okay. so because i saw it on youtube but basically, scientists, they shot particles or molecules, however you would call them. Daniel, need your help here. Yeah. Uh, electrons. There we go. <laughs> electrons. <laughs> which are particles. Electrons. Which are particles. So Thank yeah, you. you got okay. It. So they shot particles slash electrons through this little electron gun thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, electron gun. Actually, I think it is called an electron gun. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm amazing. You truly are. So they shot him through this gun and they shot him through, I guess, these like two slits. That's dead on. Wow. And <laughs> you're an ass. <laughs> and then uh, when they, so when they first shot the electrons through and they shot them through the two slits, it went it, like pretty much exactly through, like a silk screening thing where like then they remove it and it's like in two slits. Like it hits the wall and it pretty much forms that exact pattern you think it would. That is so when they did it, I believe it was when they did it with one slit, it formed in the pattern they expected. Okay. But when they did it with two, so like you would think all the electrons would end up on the other side like you shot a gun, but they saw that they interfered with each other the way a wave would. So like, you know, when you see two waves crash into each other on the beach and they knock each other out? Yeah. That's called interference. And so they, from that, they could tell that electrons exhibit wave-like and particle-like qualities. So both. Yes. So waves are much more interesting to the spiritual side of things. You guys like that stuff. Frequencies. I just blacked yes. out. I don't know anything yeah. that you just a said. Wave is, a wave is a frequency. All so right. So think about, about it like on energy. The same, when people say on the same wave, yes. on the same frequency. Yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah. when you and I are vibing out right. hard, the I way I'm going to impregnate yeah. you right. yeah. is going to be through a wave, not exactly. through the physical world. Right. right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes. It's going to be a spiritual energy baby. Cool. Perfect. Hopefully we didn't just butcher the double slit experiment. How many of, how many of your uh, audience are physics PhDs? I know. They're all going to be like, some. wrong, yeah, yeah. wrong, Trump, this is, Trump wrong. This can be... Yeah. But no, so essentially what they figured out, though, through the double slit experiment is once they added an observer to it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and, and once again, I'm going to need you to help me here. But, but they showed that once there was something actually observing the electrons, it closed the wavelength where when there wasn't an observer, which is also hard to even observe when there's no observer, they were all over the fucking place, which kind of to me shows that as an observer, as a human... We there are so many fucking things happening in this realm, but just by being an observer, we collapse all these different frequencies and see one thing happening. But we're actually the ones, in a sense, kind of tuning and changing the channels. So right. we're way more in control than we realize of what we're experiencing. Right. So what you're talking That's about there crazy. is yeah, the way they could tell that was the way the waves interact cuz when it, you're when you're talking about all the different possibilities, that's called a wave function. Okay. Um it collapses uh to a particle when it's observed. So I think it was the probability of where something would end up. That's how they measure it. It's very difficult to wrap your head around, and that might even be wrong, but it's like all of quantum mechanics deals in probabilities, basically. So so what does that mean as a human? Like, what does it mean about our experience? Or your theory, because I'm not asking my, you. I'm like asking you to solve. <laughs> Why are we here, Daniel? Right. Why the fuck are we here? Right. So the, <laughs> Why oh, brought yeah, you so here? Perfect. Answer from, the question. Here's, here's something. <laughs> we can get up right off the bat from a physics standpoint. Um, we're not here. You're not alive. Your consciousness is made up. Like, that's all. Okay. That's, this is what he tells me every time. Well, I'm like, I don't know if I should text him. He's like, you're not here. He's not here. None of this yeah, matters. You're all an illusion. 
explosion, mm-hmm. take a nap. Right, right. So that's, <laughs> yeah, from a physics, if we're, if we're talking from a purely physics standpoint, you're, it's not going to, you know, you're just not going to get, but the, uh, so the thing about quantum mechanics, like the thing you're probably most interested in is what they say is like all those different probabilities of where something could be. So like, uh, they all do happen just in parallel universes. It's called the mini worlds explanation. And I look so at you believe I wish you guys could see Kate's face light up at the word. I'm down. <laughs> parallel universe. I'm down with yeah. parallel Exciting. universe. Right. Yeah. It just bugs me the fuck out because I'm like, okay, cool, I'm down, but I still don't know what the fuck that means. Or are you experiencing and are you experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing then? Or are you in a whole other fucking parallel reality? I think we're all in the same one. Yeah, we're all right we're now. all are you sure? No. I look at I look at Shane and I'm sometimes I'm like, are you a robot? Are you here? Are you in the air? Am I <laughs> right. just all alone? And you're all fucking fake. Yeah. And he'll, he's so cute now. He'll fuck with me. And I'll be like, what if I am a robot? And I'm like, get out of my Damn house. It. <laughs> get out. <laughs> robot baby boy. Well, how about this? So like he played, the first time I met your kid who's awesome, he was playing Minecraft. What if those little guys in that game we could be that to something else. You think that I don't know that, Daniel? (laughs) You think I don't know we're in some... Okay, this is what I think. I think we're in some weird spiritual simulation. It's like a virtual reality, but like a really cool spiritual one where we're learning lessons and and embodying them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's in a beautiful way and it's it's not like some scary thing. But I do, in some sense, think that like our bodies are vessels. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think you're... We're Sims playing Sims. Yes. <laughs> playing Sims. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Sims, and the Sims start playing it in their game, and you're like, this expansion pack is really boring. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Yeah, well, so, and, like, in a way you are, right? Because, like, one thing that's cool to think about is what you're seeing and what we're doing right now. Um, you know, you're looking at two of New York City's most attractive comedians, and that's great. But what's creating that, mm-hmm. Kate, <laughs> is your neurons are firing electrons back and forth in synapses, but the crazy thing is those are also alive. So th- you are- so You're telling me in another second I could be the most hideous person because they could just change into form. <laughs> right, they could just- And you look back at me and I'm like, hot Daniel! <laughs> exactly. So like a, a neuron is a living thing that wants to stay alive and the way it stays alive is it gets energy from you. I just start itching because I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it like creates this, it creates this like reality to m- keep you eating food to keep it alive. But like the neuron doesn't know about you, Right. So what are we all a part of, right? That's a great fucking question. Well, no, I know like, so we are in these like meat vessels, but they're alive, they're organic, they're living. We've Uh got cells within cells. Shane is studying um, like, like he's studying like the different components of the skin and cells. And he's like showing me and he's like, and there's the nucleus. And I was like, where's our nucleus? (laughs) Who's in charge of all of this? Yeah. (laughs) And Shane's like, can I just do my homework? Yeah. And you shut Please, the fuck mom. up. Yeah. Shane's shut grades up. are really failing. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I just like, ask you're him. looking too far into this. Honey. Everything. Yeah. Everything. So. I'm like, what does it mean? <laughs> He'll look at a cloud and he can see visions in the clouds now. And I'm like, well, what does it mean? And he's like, mom, it just means like you're here to enjoy it and take it in. And I'm like, boring. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy to think that like our bodies are alive and we're mm-hmm. just this consciousness in this like living meat body. And I still, I mean, I don't think we're supposed to know the fucking answers, but it right. does bug me well, out. Well, Okay. I, one of like, I think the first conversations I had with you was about Shane and how like when he was very little, he said something to you along the lines of like, I came here to wake you up or something like that. Perfect. You nailed it. And I <laughs> thought that was like a, the coolest thing ever and be kind of like the answer to some things. You know, that we have experiences in order to wake us up. And then if we're not on the right path, if we're not whatever, the universe is going to bring something to change us and bring wake us to you a different up. place. Yeah. It's and that's, all about I think, being why reality, things happen. Yeah. Right? Being present, taking it in. And I don't think anything is as serious as we take it because it is essentially not like, you know, nothing is set in stone. Everything changes. And I find the alternate universe thing kind of comforting because I yeah. hate making decisions and I like knowing that like somewhere else <laughs> I made a different decision Melissa and I'm is. just like a fucking rock star yeah. somewhere else because I, you know, can write cover letters or something, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like because I can write cover the letters. other options are also cool to know that they're <laughs> happening somewhere out there. You were the first person on the moon. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you're, yeah, that's uh, it's nice to think about. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think it is comforting to think about it all as 
like a joke because from a physics standpoint, like physicists don't get as far as molecules or anything living. That's all too large scale. So it's just everyone's just these particles that bounce off of each other and swap energy and stuff. And then like if that is true, you can't deny the fact that like you're alive, st- like you're still alive and you feel things. So, like it's it's just a joke, you know. It's like it's- that's what I'm super interested in right now is like the swapping of energies. I feel like. I've been very affected lately by, like, my environment and by whoever I'm surrounded by. And I had lots of sex, too. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's that's a a whole other. exchanging of energy. I know. Usually if I I have, like, good sex with someone, (laughs) I'm reeling. (laughs) Days. Yeah, physics, guys. How how much did you fuck based on physics? Based uh, on physics. Yeah, did that that really work for you, Daniel? I did. uh, I was at a strip club when my freshman year, and I remember strip stripper was like, what do y'all study? And I was like, I'm a physics major. And she went, I know all about that. And I was like, oh, do you now? And then I got a lap dance from her. No, I'm kidding. I didn't. I left. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, got, I want to know what she knew. you wrote her a check. Yeah, yeah seriously. The <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think there is something to be said for the energy well, we talked about surrounding this, Surrounding you. Absolutely. Affecting you. Well, our field is much bigger than just this physical body. Totally. It expands past it, even though you can't see it. And it is totally. really important. More than, yeah, that's a big physics thing is that these, these wave functions. So a particle is just a little, it's basically like a little, it's hard to describe, but it's basically like, imagine your particle is just this tendril of energy. And when it's observed, that's when you, it's a point or whatever. Those uh, extend infinitely. In every direction, you know, they are yeah. like you could find what's in you on the moon. Very slow, very small probability. The moon's but, fucking me right now. Yeah, exactly. I like that. The moon's inside of me, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell I haven't had sex in a long time. <laughs> fucking yeah. the moon tonight. The moon. Who's your boyfriend? The moon. <laughs> Big old dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like you, like your energy is much bigger okay. than you realize it. Is there? It, it's true. I feel like spiritual people are always telling me I need to like have more of a protector around me because I Ooh, feel like boundaries. I am so open, and then I just I think that's why like I just take in whatever's around me, good or bad. Sometimes I get like a huge lift from people. Is there a physics like? That's why Melissa's wearing twenty crystals right now. <laughs> I don't have any crystals on me right now. I meant to. I keep losing my crystals because <laughs> like they'll be in my bra. Because they'll yeah. be in my bra, and then I'll take Wait, my bra off. Do you really hold crystals in your bra? Sometimes, yeah. How many times have That's you dedication. gone back with a gentleman and he's taken up your bra and crystals have fallen You out? stuff your bra with crystals? <laughs> no, just like I'll put like one sometimes. Like I love inside. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that down. hasn't happened with a dude yet. Does it have to be your bra and not your pocket? No, it's fine. I just lose them if they're like in a pocket. Right. And I'm not really like a wearer of like a necklace type of thing. Yeah. Well, it's first of all, style. I always like the jewelry you do have on. Thank you. But yeah, no, I think I think because we all are are all energy, you do have to be fairly boundaried. You don't want to be overly boundaried where you're never letting any kind of love in or interactions, right. but I think we live in a society where people are either way too boundaried or way too open. Um, we haven't really found the balance, and right. those are like defense mechanisms in a sense. Mm-hmm. And whether it's a human you need to be boundaried from or an environment, like a lot of people go to a work environment where even if you just look at some of the buildings people have to go in every day, it's like these oh, yeah. fluorescent lights. Oh, yeah. And the whole like like the color and the life's been sucked out of the buildings like that really will have an effect on your energy field. And same with like sleeping around. Like if you're fucking people who've got some weird, toxic, negative shit going on, it literally you do bounce molecules and exchange shit with them and you're carrying it with them yeah so you want to be careful about who you let in and who you don't even like with your parents like if you have a toxic relationship with them you want to be careful and boundaried about how much you let even their voices in so if they're telling you what you should and shouldn't do you have to be careful about how much you actually let them affect your decision making and your path and the way you think about yourself right their patterns yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, that, ener- that energy stuff. We talked about this uh, one time where, like, you're, you know, so talking about neurons just swapping electrons. So your thoughts are physical things that are real. Like, they are energy. Tra- your emotions are the same way. So, like, wow. they literally do, you know, what capacity it affects the physical world around it. Who knows? But, like, they literally do, like, actually physically 
change things. Which I think, even if like you're not into all the spiritual, I'm sure there are some people listening just like, oh my God, these three whack jabs, you know, whatever. But you can feel, like if somebody's angry, you can yeah. feel that. Yeah. You can definitely feel a different energy and it's like an active thing. It can hurt. When I got into a yeah. fight one time with my ex, he knew how to like put this force field of anger around him for real, where if you tried to even like touch him or hug him in that moment, you it like hurt like to touch. Like people like thoughts and emotions really are tangible, even if you think they're not. And they especially like your thoughts, yourself, the way you talk to yourself. Like if you the four agreements, I always talk about that book. It's so good in the sense that it really makes you aware of how you talk to yourself. Right. Because a lot of people don't even realize how often they're walking throughout their day being like, oh, I'm such a fucking loser. I can't believe I said that. Or, oh, what an idiot. I should be working harder. I shouldn't have napped for two hours. Like, Ooh, I just yeah. read an article about how, you know, your constant thought patterns, like, literally do, f like, no, I don't know if fuse is the right word, but, like, neurons. So neurons that fire together will wire together. So the thought patterns you're in, the more you even think that, the more likely you will think that in the future. And the more you, like, don't think about it, when you sleep, your brain can take, like, knows how to clean up Basically, it's like clearing memory in your computer or something. That's like a real physical thing. That's I'd, cool. That's nice to know, I guess. Yeah. But well, it's nice like to know also, you can, can change you, it. Right. But also, can you stop? Like, it's something. Like, can you stop thinking? Of, can you just stop thinking about something? Like, that's. Well, that's the thing I was going to say is, you know, in my spiritual school, which I'm sure everyone loves me talking about all the time, <laughs> but the way that, that you deal with thoughts you don't want. It's not about closing your eyes and getting rid of all of the thoughts. Those people can fuck It's impossible. Off. Exactly. Then you're just going to be left being frustrated and thinking yeah. that you failed. Mm -hmm. the, time, the kind of meditation you want to do is where I, I, I would say like five minutes, two or three times a day, you close your eyes and it's all about including everything, not fighting against it, not building walls like a Trump against it. It's... Closing your Are you eyes. anti-Trump? Yes. You've mentioned it a couple of times. Not a fan. Okay, not well, a fan. Because we'll he's all that. he's all about divisiveness and building walls. And all of this work is actually about the opposite of including everything with compassion. So, oh, so you're not at Trump spiritual school. It's a different one in New York City. Can you imagine <laughs> Trump spiritual school? Yeah. Wrong, idiot, <laughs> fat, yeah. ugly. Um, it's literally the opposite. So yeah, in the meditation, you close your eyes. And you include any noise you hear, any thought that arises, any visions you get. And just the act of allowing all facets and all parts of yourself, it locates it in your field, in your body, in your field, whatever you'd want to call it. And by giving it a place, it no longer um, keeps – you're not a slave to it. Mm -hmm. And those thoughts suddenly act differently. And I don't know if you have like a scientific – way to describe that or, or whatever, explain it. But like that's in the school. It's all about including everything instead of trying to fight against who you are or the thoughts you have. And it's right. such a nicer way of existing. I'm very weary of any spiritual stuff where you are asked to like block something out or like, you know. You're a sinner. Sin yeah. Well, obviously, you know, any Catholicism stuff. Oh, God. Awful. But there, there is Whoa. a lot of like meditative stuff. Well, you know, awful. Like, I'm with a strong you. word, but you know. Yeah, there is a lot of spiritual stuff where it's like, don't think about this. Surrender. Change your thoughts. Yeah. To, oh, God, all the surrender stuff, too. Jesus. Yeah, Just well, let it go. Be positive. Go. Yeah. Be positive and negative. How? Hold both. How? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like when I think back, I'm, especially my time moving to New York City and, like, when you start doing comedy or any, I'm sure anything artistic, like, your emotions just get dialed up to 11. Um, and when I think about, like, the times I regret more, it's not necessarily the times I was, like, sad or, you know not doing well. I think it's the times when I was like so anxious that I just felt nothing and I just like wasn't engaged. I think like, I think that is worse, you know? Being numb? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's even also about including your numbness. Like I've become a lot more mm. aware of when I become numb now, which is good because I never even had awareness of that. I think maybe two years ago is when I started realizing. Yeah, because it's like the absence of Yeah, feeling. and I was yeah. like, oh my God, it's almost like a fog that yeah. rolls in and I can't feel it's protective. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure it starts whenever you're in your first traumatic experience. But yeah, yeah, I started noticing like, Oh wow, I'm numb right now. This thing's happening that I feel like I should be upset about, but I can't even feel anything right. or even excited. 
you know, that's that was kind of weird, I think, when I started, like, stand-up stuff started happening and everything, but I was going through, you know, breakup stuff and everything, and like you said, just, like, a fog where I'm, like, I should be excited about this, I should be sad about this, but, you know, I'm just going to watch TV and, and nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Sometimes you need that. So right. Melissa and I started stand-up basically together in New York City, and, like, I do have a lot of, like, I rem- I have those memories from, like, the first year we were here where, like, we had a few like really good nights as friends with like our mm-hmm. whole group and like those like as much as like being the numbness and all that is terrible but like the when it pier- when you get something that like pierces through in that totally. it's it like i look back on that very fondly now you know and like it's like that was such a great you know to have like nothing for so long and then like something really amazing happen or something and like that's it was sort of like a new level of feeling i feel like or something like that yeah Right? Is that your spiritual? How am I doing with the spiritual? No, stuff? no, good. it's good because it makes me think. You know, so many people think that they aren't successes yet because they don't have external validation. And you know, if this is a simulation or whatever this you know human life is, the the actual success that's most celebrated on the quote unquote other side are the emotional, spiritual, the, that kind of growth. You know, and it's not about how long it takes. It's just about really going within. And a lot of people, if you actually look back on how far you've actually come instead of how much further you think you need to go, like, oh, my God, five years ago, I, you know, was doing this and I look at how much I've grown and how much more I love myself like that is really the way to measure how quote unquote successful you are. Not that you can't take pride in I work so hard to earn my first car or I bought my first house. That's beautiful. That is an accomplishment, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's more about the work you did and the believing in yourself to earn that car or earn that house than the actual physical thing itself. Right. Well, then you talk about too, um, I know like shamanism and a lot of other of those kinds of practices talk about like your soul's purpose, which in that case, stand up, whatever you're doing, acting, uh, if you're pursuing those kinds of things, that's just a vehicle. You know, that's like your your goal and what you're doing in your career and everything. But your soul has a purpose beyond that. And that's really what you're trying to reach through those anyway. And maybe even that's not even a part of it. Maybe that's just what you're doing to make a living. But there's a whole soul's purpose. And they what, have soul purposes. That. And, oh yeah. So what is what determines? So you said on the other side, the things that are valued. Is there a certain type of judgment? Like some things are valued, some aren't. Where does that come from? The adding value, the adding purpose, the this is better than that of the. the I don't know the full answer there, but I will. Well, you're only attempt. halfway through spiritual yeah. school, so. <laughs> and and I think probably you can't even answer till you're back on that in that place. Right. But I'm gonna guess that. The value system is way different than the way we place value because I don't think there really is good or bad like there is here. Mm-hmm. I think they, they whoever they is, would base it on how much did you learn and grow and really just envelop yourself in the present moment. Even if you were doing something that's not accepted by society, like suppose you were a drug dealer, but you defied all the rules that everyone else was following. Like that could really be celebrated maybe because they're like, wow, you really went into a system and a structure that was telling you to be a certain way and you went in the other direction. So I don't really know the answer, but I think it's a whole other way of measurement if that's even if measurement's even a thing yeah then and who knows like some people maybe their purpose is to only even live 12 years you know and it was to just experience what it's like to live on a farm and smell flowers and run through a field like that could be just as celebrated as the man who worked on wall street and became a millionaire and owned so much property like you know i don't really know the system of measurement but i know it's totally different than the way we measure it here in the physical. So you said good or bad. So do you two, oh, can I ask a question? Oh my God, Do you yeah. two, so you said good or bad like we have here. Do you two believe that there is good and bad, there oh, are good and yeah, bad people? yeah, you're, you're into this. Do you, I, I, like I that know, I'm, I'm curious, is that, is that a, because that seems kind of anti-spirit, like. It's so complicated. For so, me, I've been thinking yeah. about it and I think there's always a right and wrong for you, for your own truth. Okay. So that's for yeah. sure. Your heart song, Melissa? Yes, your heart song. But haven't you, I think I've, in just conversations with you, Daniel, you've often said there's no right or wrong, there's no good and bad, right? Yeah, well, from, yeah I think he says that a lot. 
I've well, <laughs> most I, think I, text her, no. I text her every morning. <laughs> there's no right. <laughs> well, here's no here's the question. I ask my teachers this in the school because I'm like, okay, so in many ways it's relative, good and bad. However, I still think Hitler was bad, and mm. they would they wouldn't disagree with me there. They'd be like, what he did caused a lot of pain and suffering in the world, and I don't know, like maybe pain is good. Like, I don't really know the whole extent to that, but they would say, no, what he did was horrendous and did cause a lot of pain and was very far from God or his soul song, heart song, whatever you'd want to say. So it's really tricky. And it's funny you even brought that up because I was going to read an email of someone saying, would you read Hitler's tarot cards? Ooh. That's a great one. And it's a great question, right? Because I sometimes go too far in the direction of like, I, I, I have a tendency to see the good in almost anyone, but that's gotten me into a lot of trouble, right. which I'm actually working on is like living in reality and going, oh, that's a person who is very unhealthy right now for me and keep my distance. Would I read his tarot cards? I don't think I'd want to be anywhere near someone like be? that. <laughs> I don't think I would. Like, cause to me, it's almost like, would I read Donald Trump's tarot right now? Uh-huh. I don't think so. Cause I feel like he would bully me. Like, even if he pretended to be open to it, I've read for some people where they're so cynical. And if you say something that, you know, hits a place in them that's like that they don't want to think about, they'll come at you really meanly. Mm -hmm. And it actually has fucked me up when I've read for people like that because they'll come at you and it hurts. So I don't think I would want to read for someone who is too close to hearing the darker places in themselves that they've closed off to because it could actually really negatively affect me. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure you probably take on a lot of energy of whoever you're reading. I try to do, I try to mentally protect and get into a other space of, okay, I am the healer here. This is not a, because in a friendship, you have a different kind of energy exchange. So if they say something nasty, you're like, whoa, that hurt. Mm. I try to be in a different place where if something comes at me, you know, I'm like, okay, ride that transference. Like don't, take it in in don't like not take it in but it's a whole other uh way of being with a person than when you're just chilling with your complete guard down right in a friendship or like you know a lover right a lover you also said something interesting you're like i'm trying to live in reality which i totally get because i think when you're into spirituality you can really get into this high place and i literally mean high like drug like feelings even without the drugs it's like without drugs so many spiritual people are fucking maniacs yes Mm -hmm. yes and i've like if i do um have you done like kundalini yoga like i've done it like once but i got into like it felt culty but like yeah i was doing that for a minute and that i was like it literally feels like i am taking drugs and then living in that state but that doesn't last you know what i mean you have to keep doing all that stuff so you can get in these weird and i don't know if there's like a physics Mm-hmm. answer to something like that where you're just like on this energy wave that is in a different well, a place bypass. than most of humanity. Does that make sense? Uh, no, because we all share the same energy wave. So okay. <laughs> There's actually, there is actually a theory. There, I think it was a joke in a textbook, so get ready to laugh. But that there is a, in the standard model, which is what we accept. I assume you do. You're not a string theorist, are you? Uh, if what? I knew what that was, I could say yes or no. Yeah, no. So they're like, they're like. I wanted to sound really smart there, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I've heard of it, the but I don't far, know. The farthest, the smallest we've gotten is twenty-eight fundamental particles. Twenty-nine now with the Higgs boson. Still you don't know what the fuck course, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like we, we can't break them down anymore. That's like, okay. That's the bottom right Got it. now. Um, and so like there is something that says that there's all like there was one theory that. We all there's all there's only one because those those waves go out forever that we're all just sharing the same twenty eight or twenty nine um, particles. So I'm into that. Yeah, I know. I don't fully get it, but I feel like that could be. It's like the thing I was it saying about imagine, imagine they're like yeah. Yeah, imagine they're kind of like Legos. Like you you are built like all of existence is built out of these twenty eight or twenty nine Legos, and then imagine like Shane was playing with like he only had one of each. And then he built a whole, you know, like that. No, that's what I'm saying. I believe that the reason why that rings true is I do feel like it's like we're all just different. Like you shake it up and we're all just different uh, makeups of the same thing. But I mean, it makes sense if you look at the periodic table 
of elements, if I said that right. You, you, you did. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, oh. But like, we're all it's composed. Table. <laughs> the table. <laughs> but yeah, we're all composed of the same things. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. and, then, and then you go, well, what makes us different from each other? Well, that's a great fucking question. So right. that, and that's why I asked the good or bad question, because what, like, as much as like, a f- you know, I think writers, creative writers often try to play off physics and quantum mechanics in very flowery ways, and it usually falls flat on its face. Uh, see the movie Interstellar for reference. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, love is the fifth. That, love is the fifth dimension. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, so, but they. Oh, I guess I'm never getting work with Christopher Nolan now. Uh oh. Uh, that's the director of that, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, when I like, but thinking about how physics like affected just like studying that affected my like life and personal life. Like the whole point of being a physicist, like your main goal is given a starting variables, how something starts, a particle, whatever, where will it end up in the future? Predictive, you know, it's all predictive. And so, you know, when you think about that with people, if you consider people to be bad, good or bad or whatever, the way I kind of like started to see it is, had you started out the same way and had every all the same happen to you, you'd be exactly like them. And whether or not, whether or not it's it can be nature versus nurture or something intrinsic about how they were, you know, them. Yeah, maybe it's intrinsic to them as a person, but there is, you know, y- whatever they're doing, it's because they have to. And had you started out the same way you would do the same thing. And if you didn't, it's because there's something intrinsically different about you, but you still can't pass judgment. And in some parallel universe, like if I say something here that you don't dis- you don't agree with either of you, there's a parallel universe where you said that to me and I didn't agree with it. So like- I'm down with what you're saying. Yeah. And I actually was talking about this the last two days. Like, you know, it's something that does, I don't know if there's an answer if we can get to it in this human life. But it is fascinating to think if we're all just like stars in the sky or flowers in a field, are there bad flowers? Are there good flowers? There's definitely, when I was talking to my friend Ellie about this, I think this morning, we were saying maybe there's healthier flowers, flowers that are thriving and other flowers that are just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's even a different way of looking at it, like for whatever reason, and in my school, they call it poison ground. You know, some flowers are born in a soil that's just more toxic. And if we had been born in that soil mm-hmm. with those components, we would be having the same exact reaction or growth. Um, and, and then it makes you go, well, how come, how come I'm blessed then and that I am able to continuously grow while this other person I know is trying so hard to be this type of addiction or get out of this marriage and they don't have that strength. Like what makes me able to do this and them able to do that? And, you know, it's a really interesting question that might just need to remain a question, but it's super interesting and it does help you to have more compassion, I think, to every being when you realize we're all the same being in different suits um, and just had different soil but, you know, whether you want to say the seeds are the same or whatever is the same, it does allow you to just be grateful for the life you're living mm-hmm. and, you know, to maybe not be so angry that other people aren't living the way you think they should be because they're just doing whatever they have to do or are meant to do. They have a different path. And even if you don't like it or accept it, you know, it's just not your flavor. Yeah, the particle physics side of that would just be that... uh you, you know, we start with the Big Bang. The rest of this is all just a computation, like the energy working its way out uh, from mass to, you know, back to like, uh, do you know what the... Well, that's like a singularity. You know Isn't that like is? the spiral? Like you go boom and then you kind of come back. It's, yeah, it would be, it would be, uh, there's massive amounts of energy in all this mass. And then uh, eventually it'll all be converted back into energy. Like that's, it's called the heat death of the universe. Unfortunately, that's kind of. It's a cute little name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The heat death of the universe. Yeah. But like the way to, from that standpoint of it just being particles. Comforting. (laughs) Excuse me while I vomit real quick. Yeah. So for like, from that standpoint of it just being. I did get really uncomfortable. I was like. (laughs) (laughs) It'll yeah. But like your thought, like, you know, it's, it is sort of a fatalistic outlook, but like your thoughts and your choices. She's going to freak out. (laughs) You know, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Like your thoughts and your Nothing choices aren't 
aren't yours. Like you didn't, you know, free will to a lot of people like would say that it just well, that's doesn't another exist. Question is what is free will? And, and uh, you know, free will, I think, I think I don't fucking know, but it could be, um, not, not that you necessarily have control over how it all unfolds, but how you perceive the unfolding, your relationship to the unfolding. But then you go, but did I even have a say as to how quickly I woke up, how, how quickly my consciousness even became aware of the unfolding process? Right. So like, did you have a say that you got like a brain tumor and that changed your thought pattern? Like that, that happens too. Like it physically changes what you think about or whatever. How much is your yeah. brain in control of everything? Do physicists talk about that? Uh, that like, what do you mean? We're gonna need you to get a new degree physics, right now, I right? And yeah, answer the question. Come on, I'll go back. Yeah, um, well, that's a whole other thing. Is brain versus heart? Although I don't think it's versus. I think they work together. I think right. the heart actually takes in. I think the heart is where the soul resides, and that's what you really want to listen to for emotional guidance, where to go. But then the brain's like a supercomputer that computes all the information and is the way. It's well, like the operating system of your. Your simulation right. vessel, mm-hmm. right? The human and, like, design is fantastic. Thoughts become things, and all of those kinds of things. And I know that, like, what your mind thinks is powerful in creating our experience, at least the way you perceive it. I mean, and the yes. very basics, because like in therapy, I'm always saying the weirdest shit. I'm always like, and then the universe did this. And my therapist just brings it back down. He's like, <laughs> or. Uh, this just happened, and this is the way you're looking at it. And you could look at it. This I'd be way. like, eh, I wrong. know, seriously. No. I'm well, like, my... oh, fun, fun, Michael. You're being such a joy right now. Yeah, way now. to bring exactly. it down. But no, yeah. my my therapist healer, you know, and I love that she's into this, but then still grounds it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say, well, the universe, she's like, you are the universe. <laughs> like, Ooh, yeah. it resides in you, and you're saying it in a way where like you're a victim to it when. You are the universe, so you might not be aware right now of why you're doing the things you're doing or creating the things you are, but there is a bigger reason, and you're not meant to know it. It's almost like the higher self is the one on top of the mountain, and you're below, and that's why you want to listen to your heart because it's guiding you from here, from up top, where to go. But you're not supposed to have that bigger view. That's like not the fun. The fun part of this is being in this limited physical being and not being able to see it all, but still somehow being able to tap into that higher knowledge if you can learn how to, and then still make the right moves. And when you're really tapped in, that's when synchronicity occurs, which is nuts. When you, when things start really getting synchronistic and lining up, like the first time we went to the get down dance party. Oh, that was a great day. Oh, I love that. And like, you'll start seeing things. Synchronous, synchronistic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, like so it's synchronistic. Synchronicity is when when you kind of just surrender and let things flow and happen. It's crazy the people you bump into, the opportunities that come in without trains trying to force coming it at perfect times. Like you can I feel like the even signs isn't yeah. that like crazy literal about, physical words about New York City with the I just think that's so like such a unique thing with the train system that like if you make like you can multiple times a day feel so lucky and so grateful that you just got on the train or multiple times a day, rethink everything you did that morning that made you miss the train. Like, right. you're yeah. just constantly forced to reevaluate. It's life on, like, the level four challenge. Like, it's it's an intense way to live. Public transportation really gives me actually a lot of anxiety at this point. <laughs> yeah. I try to take my car at all costs if I can. But that's its There's... own level of anxiety. You don't... No, it is, but I, I choose that level uh-huh. over the train system. There's something about being trapped below ground and just subject to other shit that really, at this point where I'm at, makes me go, nah. Mm. It's probably because I'm dealing with some trapped feelings from childhood <laughs> that just being trapped underground is too much. And I'm like, sure. nope, I'm good. <laughs> um, so I'd way rather like drive around for half an hour for a parking spot than... Suffocate oh in a tunnel. That sounds awful. But that's just me. That's right. just me. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just super interesting. I love, like, all these big questions that, you know, we can and can't answer. And that's, once again, it's really about just, like, you can rage against God. You're allowed. You're allowed to fight that divine plan. And, and when I say God, whatever you want to call it, source, the bigger thing, whatever, you certainly have the right 
to fight it. But I have found that the more I just let go and say, okay, fuck it. Even when I fought, I didn't get the things that I quote unquote, I mean, I did and I didn't. I get, I didn't always get the what things that I wanted. What does fighting with God look like for you two? Or, okay, well, this would um, be an example of fighting God in my past. Um, I'd be dating someone that I know were just not working. And instead of just letting go, breaking up, I would fight harder. Let's go to couples counseling. And I don't mean to say that couples counseling is wrong for everyone, but there have been cases where I knew it was over and just couldn't let it go and cry to the person, no, let's try to make this work. And like, and, and, and even for like career opportunities, there've been times where someone's like, oh yeah, you know, an agent or whatever, here's my number, hit me up. And then I never, I, you know, I hit, I, I email them and I never hear back. Now I would just let it go and be like, oh, it's not meant to be. But back then I'd be like, hey, did you ever get my email? How come I didn't, you yeah. know, like I just couldn't just let things go. Whereas now I'm just like, okay, you know, there's a reason why they're not getting back to me or. And agents ooh. and industry are God. Mark that down. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm one of the few comedians that is really like, yo, don't, you don't need to suck industry's dick to get to make it like you can build your own audience yes it's going to take more time but you just got to create the thing you want to create you're an artist create it create it from your heart make it authentic know it's a process know it takes time and that the right things will come to you because people have a sense of what is true what's from the heart yeah right and you know if you have faith in yourself and you just keep going and keep building and let it shift and transform you're going to be just fine um, it just takes time. And if you're in a job right now that you don't like, my advice there is even an hour a week, start putting your energy into a side project that's from the heart and slowly let that build. And that energy will take over. It's like if you have a balloon filled with light and you poke a hole and then another hole, eventually the light will just take over that balloon. I mean, in reality, the balloon pops, but you get what I'm saying <laughs> mm -hmm. if it was another kind of balloon. Right. Yeah. And just trust that. <laughs> Light is in many ways more powerful than the dark because if you're in a dark room and you light a match, the light takes over the room even if it's faint. Yeah, that that and I think that more than anything has kept me going in New York because people might not know this, but it's a little bit difficult to do stand up here. And uh, <laughs> one of the hardest yeah, things to do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but definitely like I have felt when I'm like working hard and doing something, you know, I think as artists, hopefully at this point, we all know when we've made something we like and are proud of. And when I've done that, that's when I feel like I'm the best version of myself, you know? And that is more, that more than anything has like kept me going. Cause like it is, it is true that the achievements that you get, whether it's getting passed at a club or an agent or whatever, that has never made me feel good for more than, a week, maybe not even a week, you know, yeah. a day you get it. And then it's, and then, and then it's sometimes even worse. Cause then you're opened up to, well, now that I have this, I have so much more access. So there's so many more things I don't have. And then you like can sometimes feel worse. Well, with that mentality yeah, too, yeah, you will you're always not, have something. If you're not you will, really yeah. in love with what you're doing, you know, there can always be more to get. I remember the Joan Rivers documentary, you know, here's this woman who was clearly already an icon and has quote unquote made it or had made it. And she was still just like stuck in, I need more. I need more uh, dates filled in my calendar yeah. with shows. Like she, you could tell she had just gotten in this cycle of like, need to do more to be happy, need to do more to be happy. That even when she had what most of us are striving for as a comedian, she still couldn't just sit and enjoy it because that's an energetic thing. Right. But the fucked up thing is, I feel like sometimes those are the people who end up doing really well in, in comedy because you kind of need that like... To find doing well. Exactly. Yeah. What is success, I Melissa? I know. Exactly. But I believe that you can be successful, whether it's at comedy or being a doctor or a novelist, and also be happy. It's just the rare bird right. that can do both. I think most... I don't want to say most, but I think a lot of like famous actors or comedians who are successful aren't necessarily happy. And then what was it for anyway? You're going to die with a lot of money. Like who gives a shit with a lot of fame, a lot of paparazzi following you. If you can be. That's why. Yeah, that's why. I mean, they commit suicide. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I would like to see what is the percentage of celebrities that commit suicide versus the rest of the population. But would it be higher? I don't you know. I, don't I have know. no idea. Yeah. 
But yeah, it, what it comes down to is really finding what makes you happy and that's the success. And if it does bring you fame and fortune, great, enjoy it. Also try to spread it around. And, you know, like if I ever get rich, I would love to build community centers and neighborhoods that don't have a lot of funding and make things like yoga and meditation classes accessible to people that normally, that's like just like an option that would never be on the table. But, you know, so, and that could be different for each person, but I think it's wonderful when you do find abundance through what you love. Um, but it's, it's like I said, it's the rare bird who really strives for emotional, spiritual happiness while chasing their dream. But those are my yeah. favorite people, you yeah. know? And my, it's also a rare bird who's someone who really always tries to do and the right thing is going to sound funny with our conversation, but really right by their heart, you know, because it's so much easier to just get into that rat race and think you're having to compete with everyone, including yourself. And my favorite people are the ones who really keep taking it back to their heart and wanting to do the kind thing, the compassionate thing, not just for others, but yourself first. Um, but then also have a lot of flavor and can be really deep, dark, sick fucks. Like my right. favorite people can make a <laughs> totally. sick fucking sexual joke, but then also have such a kind soul. You know, right. I like those really multifaceted people. But yeah, yeah the people who realize that, you know, uh, being kind or, or doing something for someone else actually benefits you too. Like, I think that's like neurologically, emotionally, everything. Like there's so much evidence that like, but so many people in this city, I just cut and run and, you know, keep to themselves. Well, but. that's the energy around is like, it's that dog eat dog, look out for yourself first, survival mm -hmm. of the fittest. And that is the thing that I think a lot of people who are in touch with themselves are trying to change that energy where it's build a community rather than, you know, a very few percentage that's actually thriving. And a mm -hmm. lot of those people who have the money, they're not actually thriving. They're just going for control and power, which is not, they're not happy people. Um, so, and it's also just about not conforming. I think that's the hardest thing because it's an energy thing. So if you're around, especially like high school was brutal because that was the time where it was cool to conform. I mean, I guess it still is as adults, like, oh, how many cars do you have? And What's right. your home like? I mean, that's not necessarily our lives, but it's hard to break free of that kind of standard and just go for what's right for you, even if it's not the path most likely taken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're doing the opposite of that. I think all <laughs> three of us. We're yeah. all poor <laughs> here. Yeah. Poor, Look at us And poor. we don't have homes. And but rich on the homes. inside, huh? Rich inside. Most days. Some days, <laughs> exactly <laughs> Most of the days, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm happier than I've ever been. I have to remind myself of that when I have a bad day. I'm like, okay, let me compare this bad day to what my right. bad day was 10 years ago. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right. My bad days. Like even now when I have my son for a whole weekend, when I was a new mom and just got divorced, it would actually cause me a lot of panic because I'd be like, what do I do? Like, how do I entertain um, a three-year-old all day? And, you know, some days were very lonely as a yeah. parent. It mm. was very like, okay, for this hour we'll read and then I'll take him to this park. But as a single mom, not that I had him full time, but it was really intense. And now I just so look forward to having him a whole weekend. I'm like, we're going to go see Miss Peregrine's home for peculiar children. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to go to this play date and do arts and crafts. We made jewelry together. Yeah. Such a nugget. We made power bracelets. And he just was like creating one with all these gems. And I said to him, which I almost hated that I was saying, but I only said it to look out for him in a school way. I was like, oh, do you really want to put that like sparkly purple one on there yeah and he just looked at me he was like yeah it's beautiful and I was like it is beautiful put it on you know but I got nervous like oh my god are kids gonna make fun of him and right. he's just so like who the fuck cares it's sparkly and awesome I, was I like, think that'd be the yes. hardest part about being a parent I'd be like oh my god no one make fun of him oh you want to oh murder god. when you yes. hear kids making fun of your kid you're like what's his fucking name oh my god when's his recess because oh. mommy's coming to the playground that's exactly how and I you would can't. be that yeah. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy that for the amount of time where you can beat up all his 
his friends still. Right. Yeah, right. In a couple of years, they'll be like, "What'd you say, bitch?" I'm like, "Not, never mind." Yeah, <laughs> nope. Except then I have my pepper spray. I'm like, "This is what I said, bitch." And well, pepper your pepper spray, spray and your energy, Amazing right? Children. My energy. Di- well, then uh, saying energy You're, dick totally, to kids that, is that like one very. Time, yeah, I could be in jail. Be you told me uh, whatever when we drove back from that show and inward together, you yelled at someone like, "You said something like." You don't know my energy. I can fuck you up or yeah. something. Energy death, like baby. That. All day, every. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there is anything with physics that you could explain. My energy, your energy penis? dick. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you you There's didn't no, even like, think about it. There's no physical energy thing. The, the biggest, div- I would say the biggest divide between. He's not s- thinking enough on He's it. Exactly. I would, say, also, I would say the biggest divide between, like, so much of the, I'm glad you called it woo-woo stuff because some people find that a slur. But uh, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Between that and physics is like <laughs> there's a lot that goes along, but a lot of it. The biggest divide is that like your individuality, your will. You would think that it affects that your will, your soul. To on the scientific side, that has nothing to do with it. You know, there is no, there is no like uh, consciousness pushing it forward. You know, like the energy is all interlinked, and you guys are all. You know, that's all true. But there's no – the fact that you're alive and, you know, conscious would not affect it. My energy I dick? I don't Your energy dick or, or any, any of it. Like, you know, the – if you want to – But be- energy affects energy. So if I'm singing my soul song lighter and brighter, I definitely affect – we <laughs> – I think that's – Yeah, I mean, lighter you're, and you're brighter. Right. You're right, but you're making diff- fun of me. That's what gets I me all, the, all that dick Did on the streets. When I've gone to music, guess what? Fe- this heart shining lighter and brighter. <laughs> you want fuck? The, when I've gone to music festivals <laughs> with Melissa, uh, we have always, I've always had to follow around her heart song for the uh-huh. day. That's it's, why we're such good yeah, friends. Yeah, <laughs> we were alone too for the last. I one. Know. We were alone for like two hours, and that was. We, we wound up in that some was that was uh we really did well but there was a couple moments. I'm gonna have where, to take it back yeah. to you thinking that us uh, shining our souls right. on lighter and brighter doesn't affect. No, the difference that's wrong. It, the it difference has to change be, the particles or something. It does, doesn't it? it? Yeah. Whether or yes. not you're shining, I Why think the difference physics? is not that your soul song shining lighter and brighter doesn't affect things. The difference would be that you're you're not the one doing it. Like there's no you're saying tangible. God's shining his light through me. It's God's not energy God, dick, not, not God. Mine. It's all not God, <laughs> not not anyone. It's just you all. No, Daniel, happening. I really liked yeah. everything you were saying to the last five. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And that's that's the hard nose. I think that's like the hard nose thing is that if you I think look we do at, affect each other. I think because energy affects energy. I'm not saying it's quote unquote me because well, whatever. Well, even right. have you seen those things what? where it's like this ice cube was like you suck like the whole time then this ice cube everyone was like you're a nice ice cube and then that one's particles were different than the one yeah, God, when, I, when, when, was when she gets when she gets ice lattes she asks for nice ice every time. <laughs> I see what you're saying. No, you she's talking about saying? the water particle the experiment where when yes. you're if you love the water, the water the molecules actually form differently than when you think a negative no. thought, something else totally or happens. Like Almost like cancerous cells in the water. Yes. So my point's things. proven. Right, we right, affect right. Yeah, each yeah. other. There we go. Daniel, we sing do. your fucking soul <laughs> song or your heart song, whatever same thing. Yeah. And yep. uh, it definitely affects it. I mean, if you talk to someone who's just got positive energy, you kind of leave there buzzing. Totally. If you're around someone who's negative poo-poos, then you're like... Well, and that is like not even woo-woo stuff. Because no. if no. someone's encouraging you and makes you feel good, you're going to go out and have a way better time. Yeah. Which I don't know so why the, we're not all yeah, like that Daniel. to each other. What I'm just saying is back to the back to the whole free will and like consciousness not being real. That's the biggest disagreement. Well, we don't even fucking that know. That's too hard right. to explain. right. If right, we're just a field of flowers blossoming when we're meant to be blossoming, right? Right. It's just a it's just a bunch of stuff randomly knocking off of each other, and that and that's why you know when people talk about insane people or whatever, like it's just a glitch. It could just be a glitch. Like you don't. I think we are flower. constantly. But me, striving. by the way, shaking my head. That was me blossoming like a flower. Yeah. I'm just uh-huh. letting my petals. Head yeah. Out I'm there. just like, yeah. Look at that. See now, Melissa. We're just I, blossoming. Feels good. Let I that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm into this. I guess people were constantly. <laughs> you're con- you and we all do it. Like we constantly strive to like. <laughs> apply a narrative to make sense of things like we are always trying yeah we do so what we, we do as comedians we and don't know I what the fuck's happening I know it seems like a grim outlook to you to you two but to me I'm kind of just like you know it's kind of relaxing in the way that like not it doesn't all have to you know we're always trying to explain why everything happens but there are some things that are just purely and truly random and that's it nah 
<laughs> I don't fuck. You but know, you whatever. You two think everything I think happens. it's all just stay stay in the present moment. Yep. Sing your heart song, your soul song. Blossom like the flower you are and just try your best and have fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a simulated well, reality. Have totally. fun. Totally. <laughs> that's, I think, a lot of people get it wrong, like, that spirituality is supposed to be like, just love everything and, like, unconditional love. It's like, no, be a human and experience yeah. all of the emotions intensely mm. and presently. And that's, I think the main point of it yes there is one facebook video where it goes baby waking up experiences all emotions in one minute <laughs> and it what it was like it's such a beautiful point because the baby was like like it went through all of them and you're like oh that's right we're just meant to yeah. like be here feel feelings uh-huh. yeah you know and like not freak out at every feel like the baby wasn't like yeah. oh my god am i having a panic attack the right. baby was just like Wah! and then it was like <laughs> and yeah. that's what we're here oh my god there was this one video on Facebook of a kid eating and like dancing while eating to a f- song that wasn't even playing and I was like <laughs> that's, so good. that's the point <laughs> yeah just like eating a fucking like some nachos and shimmying and being like yeah totally yeah and that's totally. it's all it's all a it's all just a joke anyways like you know it if, is if, and it isn't because when you say it like that it's like oh your mom just died it's a joke right. well I think in the sense that like you know I think yes you, you'll run into that soul again and in that way it's a little <laughs> well, lighter and that's an experience that supposedly in like you know the place where we come from we are not able to feel that we wouldn't know what a loss feels like we but here know, we, do, we do and you're allowed to fucking cry exactly. and mourn and if someone and it's was like I'm sorry you lost way. your dad but it's a joke I'd yeah. punch them right in the fucking dick the yeah. real dick and be like I'd spit on them <laughs> if a yep. spiritual person came up to me and was like oh it's all good you'll see them soon in another but I'd be like oh, God, down on the ground yeah. oh, one of my one of my best friends here her mother got very sick and passed away in the first and she said one of the worst things anyone said to her was like your mom's a fighter she's gonna make it through this and it was like you don't like don't know that like you don't get to discount so then they stabbed that person yeah, they, and right. then everyone was passed I just I yeah. meant in the then sense that like did. when we laugh it's because we can't it's like two things that we can't make sense of in our brain like a pun a word has two meanings but what is it's actually meaningless when it's a pun yeah but right? sometimes I don't laugh when something doesn't make sense I just go huh yeah. <laughs> so in that sense like you know I, if I believe like this is a, we're all just particles but then I also I have feelings I do okay I have feelings. I want things. All this, like, I, you know, I just don't try to make sense of it. It's just like it's, it's funny. I think that's part of the reason, like, why we do comedy is just like a lot of things don't make sense, and, and we just make laugh sense. with and it, and it's okay, and you acknowledge it that way. Um, yeah, I like that. I we like got to wrap too. it up. So I think I oh. think we can wrap it up on things aren't supposed to always make sense. Yeah, it's living the mystery and trying to have as much fun as you can, and just letting yourself. Be whoever the fuck you are. Letting yourself feel all the feelings yeah. without judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And in that sense, yeah, not take it too seriously. Feel all your feelings. Feel all your feelings. Lighter and brighter. <laughs> I wish I had a better voice. Was that your heart song? I feel like that was a little off, too. <laughs> Can we end by each of you uh, singing your heart song? <laughs> I don't. I think we already it. are. Oh, I like how I just start bullying Daniel for no reason. <laughs> right. Ever since he tried to disprove, I know that whole thing. We I were was really like, on Kane, board. Yeah. Kane, Sorry, Daniel. Kane, don't worry, because in a different dimension, uh, I'm doing it to you. So there you go. Even. There we go. <laughs> so Daniel, where can they find you? Uh, at Raider Strong on Twitter. I've been on Twitter for three months. I got in a fight with Apple He's support today. tweeted it was one very thing. Funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so at, it's riveting stuff over there. Yeah, Follow him. R-A-D-E-R-S-T-R-O-N-G. And uh, at Nothing Important, one of New York City's fastest growing independent comedy shows uh, <laughs> in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, if you've heard of that. Awesome. Yeah. Melissa. Cool. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at M underscore S-T-O-K-S. And I run a weekly show which Kate has been on. It's fantastic. Um, at Halyards in Gowanus in Brooklyn every Friday at 8.30. We Definitely are competitors. Come. Oh, we are. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. <laughs> and you guys, choose. I started a an amazing healing event. It's going to be monthly, but the first one is November 16th, 8 to 10 p.m. If you find me on Facebook at Kate Wolf, the fan page, the info will be on there. But you can also just show up and get tickets at the door. It's $30. It's at Reflections Yoga Center. You can look it up online. It's New York City. It's on East 24th Street between 2nd and 3rd. But you definitely want to come. It's a unique blend of comedy and spiritual work. Hard to explain, but I will definitely make you all sing your soul song. 
And if you'd like a tarot reading over Skype or a soul song reading, contact me, kwolf27 at gmail.com and Twitter at the Kate Wolf. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, Kate. Kate. Bye. Bye. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. What the fuck is happening? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.